Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello and welcome back. As I stated, um, I'm going to be doing a lesson on how the devil fools the whole world. It's a very comprehensive lesson and I'm still working on it. But until I finish it and present it to you, I want you to listen to some clips. Now, these clips are not from me, but they are circulating. And it's not a lot of times, like I said, people are waking up. This is the time of the awakening. We are at the end of the book. This is scriptural. Everything is scriptural. So um, the things that are happening in front of our eyes, a lot of people may not understand. Like I said, some people who say they quote unquote woke, that doesn't mean that they're spiritually open and aware. It just means that they're not distracted. So those people who are spiritually aware, they are ringing the bell. Like I said, they ringing the bell. And there's one person, he's actually European, I believe. Um, he's ringing the bell. So I'm going to upload some. I told you I don't like reinventing the wheel. So I am going to be um, uploading um, things from individuals who are in the truth and are aware. So um, I'm just giving you a little bit of information of what um, this lesson is going to be about. It's going to be about the truth and who the children are and um, where they resided and how they came to be the children. And just like um, we're doing the scriptures now, we're currently on um, numbers. So you understand um, Exodus and we're in um, number, excuse me, Leviticus. And now we're in numbers. So you kind of got a sense by listening to those things, who the children of Israel are. So now I'm going to give you some real um, evidence. So this person is going to present some evidence and he's coming with receipts. So try to um, understand what he's saying. You might have to listen to it more than once because this man has an accent. So I just wanted to give you a little piece of information before you heard this lesson. Okay. And I hope that this lesson edifies you. If you have any questions, um, let me know. Upload them. So, you know, this may be, like I said, it's, um, I don't know if it's going to be offensive to people, but the truth does hurt and the truth does offend devils. Period. If you tell the truth, um, devils, if you tell the devils the truth about what's going to happen to them or what is going on, they get upset. They do. Um, and um, it's just, it is what it is. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this and I hope it edifies you. Okay. Um, stand by. Hello. From time to time, interesting but significant content will be uploaded onto the platform that may be considered controversial to some listeners. However, it has been uploaded for its biblical veracity. Also, not all views of such content are necessarily those of this platform. Thank you. Copyright Disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. 
copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. family this is your man not your boy go black to Africa I want to share this video with you so that you can get an understanding of really who are the real Jews who and where the real people who reign in this land called the promised land of the milk and honey actually resides you have to travel to be able to understand outside of biblical references and understanding ancient writings so that you can rest assured to know who you are. You see, if you don't know that Israel was created in 1948, if you don't understand that these people were called Jews because they were practicing Judaism, and yet the real Jews, instead of Jewish, those who wish they were Jews, were the African, it brings a whole mindset, spiritual awakening for you now to walk with your spirit up, your eyes up, your head up, and know that you hold the key to humanity, that you are the mother and father of all. Check the video out. I'll be back. Bantu. Biblical Israelites, the promised land of milk and honey, our bound to land. And Tatan Zambi said unto Abram, after that Lord was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward, from all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 to 16, KJV. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Most High thine zombie, to walk in his ways and to fear him. 
With the most high thine zombie brought us thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depth that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayst dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Most High thine zombie for the good land which he hath given thee. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 6 to 10 There is no biblical nor geographic explanation as to why the land of Canaan, also known as the Promised Land, should not be in Africa when Ham, the father of Canaan, is often regarded as the African. All Hamites are black and not the other way around. Yes, the descendants of Phut, Mizraim, Cush, and Canaan are all Africans, blacks, dark skin, but so are the descendants of Shem and Japheth. The world was originally populated by black people only. If you don't believe me, do your own research. Simply travel the world and see for yourself that the indigenous population of the entire world were our black, aka melanated people. Now if Ham's descendants inherited the hottest part of the world, which is northern Africa stretching all the way to the so-called Middle East, area within Sahara Desert, as said in Jubilees 8, and Canaan, one of his sons was not happy with his portion of the Middle East for being too barren. He then took a portion of Shem, a land not hot and not cold at the center of the universe, as described in the Book of Jubilees, the same land which the Israelites took back after Egyptian exodus, as per the Book of Joshua, the same land that's also known as the middle of the earth, with mountain ranges and great rivers, Animals of all kinds, biblical, and partaking most of the original human population. The same land which Israelites were enslaved from and taken into ships to the four corners of the world as per Deuteronomy 28. The same land beyond the rivers of Cush, where descendants of the Most High shall bring him offerings. The same land with Joel chapter 3 verse 2 prophesies would be partitioned among wolves, Caucasians, and its people be sold to the fourth corners of the world. How then is it that today we are looking for the Israelites and the land thereof in the so-called Middle East, so-called modern Israel, a fake land and a fake people with a fake language invented in 1948 by the imperialists and satanists who took crafty counsel to destroy the people of the Most High, Revelation chapter 2 verse 9, Psalm chapter 83 verse 4, Revelation chapter 3 verse 9. There is a strong reason why the Berlin Conference, also known as the Congo Conference, took place. There is a strong reason to why they divided up Africa into countries and renamed every land, waters, mountains and even the people. The purpose was to whitewash black history. According to Genesis chapter 13, Abraham and Lord went out from Egypt and settled into the land of Canaan, the son of Ham, the black African. At the time of Moses, after 430 years in Egypt, 
Exodus chapter 13, verse 18, says the Bantu Israelites later went up out of Egypt back into the land of Canaan, or the Promised Land, which was all the land below the Sahara Desert. Ideally, they dwelled in the Great Lakes region and later divided into two groups. The Northern Kingdom migrated toward the modern-day Southern Africa, Zulu, which is up from Central Africa. Looking at the world map today, you'll think it means they went towards Europe or Middle East. You'd think that Europe is geographically up and Africa is down because you've been programmed to think that Egypt is up from Sub-Saharan Africa and that the size landmass of ancient Egypt is the same as modern Egypt. Let me decolonize your mind. Did you know that the Nile River comes from the Central East Africa dropping into Egypt? And did you know that Lesotho, a southern African country, also known as a Sky Kingdom, has the highest altitude in Africa, even much higher than Egypt? In clear common sense, a river can only flow from up going down. The concept of the Nile River alone disqualifies the modern world map. The colonial map of Africa is upside down because Egypt is down from Lesotho, and the land between Central to Southern Africa is up from Egypt meaning that Abraham and went south to what is today known as Sub-Saharan Africa, Canaan, from Egypt, contrary to what we all previously thought. And this also means the Israelites, in their turn, went to Sub-Saharan Africa, Canaan, Promised Land, from Egypt. This alone demonstrates the generational lies we've been fed about Africa in particular and the world in general. If this is not evidence enough, go to Google and search Upper Egypt and Lower Egypt map, or Upper Nubia and Lower Nubia map. You'll be shocked that Lower Egypt and Lower Nubia are further north as close to Europe as possible, while Upper Egypt and Upper Nubia are further down as close to Sub-Saharan Africa as possible. Most seem not to understand the coincidental time frames between the Congo Berlin Conference and the so-called World War I, between World War II and the African independent states and the reason why these events keep happening around the same time frame within a decade. The question now is why did they need to divide Africa and force their languages on Africans? Why did they need to lie and paint their images in the Bible and every other book? Why did they rename African countries and the world and change the geographical maps, historical sites and scientific facts and replace them with lies? Why did they need to colonize Africa? Why did they need to change names of places, rivers, mountains, even villages? Why did they need to create a fake land of Israel? A fake nation of Israel and a fake religion of Christianity and Judaism. Too many questions, right? They call Africa the dark continent, not because of our dark skin tones, but because of our history is the most overlooked and certainly the most whitewashed. Someone once said, the more you dig into history, the darker it gets. The man to say the African, melanated it gets. The Bantu also regarded as Negroes, as people of the Holy Book, are not Hamites or descendants of Ham, as the Zodiac Bible Dictionary confirms, but they are the biblical lost tribes of Israel, the original Israelites, Israel, scattered to the four corners of the world, as per Deuteronomy 28. Not to be confused with the modern-day pale Ashkenazi Jews, converts of Judaism religion, and a synagogue of Satan. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 1, Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 28, Revelation chapter 2 verse 9.
The children of Isalel, Israelites, were many times confused with the descendants of Ham. Ham comes from the word Cam, Kama or Kamata, which became Kemat in modern use, which means the land of the blacks. Ethiopia is a Greek word, which also means burnt face, black. This was because the Israelites themselves were black, Bantu, and looked like them. We've proven this in many previous articles. Verses such as Exodus chapter 4, verse 6, Deuteronomy 28, Lamentation 5, Song of Solomon chapter 1, verse 5 to 6, among many others. The Bible also says that the descendants of Israel are supposed to be as many as the stars in the sky and as the sand of the seashore, Genesis chapter 22, verse 17. And according to Exodus chapter 3, verse 8, the promised land is supposed to be a fertile and large landmass flowing in the milk and honey. Deuteronomy 8 says a land where you will never need anything because it's a land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. Unlike the tiny dry stolen land in Middle East which was Palestine until May 1948 and today claiming to be the promised land or land of Israel. Notes that the modern Jewish people wanted to settle in Uganda before invading the fake land they're in today. The land of milk and honey is in sub-Saharan Africa. That's why everyone else is focused on Africa. Hence verses such as, they have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. That the name of Isalel may be no more in remembrance. Psalm chapter 83 verse 4. And will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel. From they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. And they have cast lots of people, and have given a boy for an harlot, and sold a girl for wine, that they might drink. Joel chapter 3, verse 2 to 4. The land of Canaan is modern-day sub-Saharan Africa. By this time, this is no longer a debate. The only explanation for Joshua chapter 5, verse 6, about Israelites wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, is if they went up through the Sahara Desert from Egypt. Sahara Desert is the largest desert in the world, covering a massive amount of land from Egypt to just above Central Africa. Interestingly, there is another massive deserted area down south known as Kalahari Desert. Sub-Saharan Africa is surrounded by large land masses with fascinating rivers, waterfalls, endless majestic mountain ranges and paradisic rainforests. If one had to walk the whole journey from Egypt down to Southern Africa and face all the natural substances surrounding this area, including deserts, mountains, rivers, falls, lakes, rains, sun, animals, etc., by the most high's will walking through the day and sleep at night, they would easily spend 40 years on the roads and probably even more. But going from Egypt to the current official land of Israel, walking for six hours a day and sleep at night, it would take you a little under three weeks. Today there are over 600 Bantu Israelites, clans, tribes occupying most of sub-Saharan Africa. They believe to have migrated from Egypt and settled in Central Africa before a significant number of them taking the route south of few countries after their main settlement. And a few thousand years later, the vast majority of the descendants of Bantu Israelites from Yahunde were then scattered throughout the world, taken from within the Central African area. The capital city of Cameroon to this very day is still called Yahunde, and Mount Kenya has been proven by various scholars to be the true 
true biblical Mount Zion. The Kingdom of Judah indeed was and still is around the Central African area, from the west coast to the east coast of Central Africa, and the Kingdom of Israel was the last of modern Southern Africa. Today, there are also the descendants of Ham, dwelling in Sub-Saharan Africa, among them the ancient Kushites, Canaanites, and Egyptians. The most common are the Nilotic people. The oldest languages in the world are African languages still spoken in Africa today. Because Africans as the original people and Africa is the original and the most anciently inhabited land. Scientifically, the only place in the world with original humans is Sub-Saharan Africa, and historically at one point in time the entire earth was populated by black people only. These black people sprang out of the Africa continent and expanded throughout the earth. Then came the Neanderthals, alien to earth, and ever since they've been going all around the world, killing millions of people and breeding with a native and take on their identity. Sub-Saharan Africa remains the only land still purely human. Do yourself a favor and look up Neanderthal's origin. The Y chromosome E1B1, being the ancestor of the three, is therefore the mark of our late male human ancestor Noah. All these are descendants of the Y chromosome E haplogroup, which is said to be the original male genome or Biblical Adam, originated in the area around Eastern Africa. Also the archaeological and paleontological evidence point to Eastern Africa as a likely area of early evolution of modern humans. This E. haplogroup would be known today as the first human, aka Adam. Remember Africa, anciently known as Alkebulan, which is another word for Eden and East, thereof is where the Garden of Eden was located, as said in Genesis chapter 2, verse 8, and the Most High Yah planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. These are areas around eastern Congo, Uganda, Tanzania, and Kenya. Genetic studies also indicate that populations from the region often contain, but not exclusively representatives of the more basal clades of mitochondrial and Y-chromosome phylogenies. Regardless of the importance of DNA in tracing the ancestries and genetic similarities, the Y-chromosome haplogroup E1B1A is said to be significantly predominant in sub-Saharan Africans. Mainly among the Bantu, it is indeed evident that not only the Bantu have this marker, but even tribes surrounding them. It is rather the original marker of the Niger-Congo family, aka the Shemitic bloodline. The Niger-Congo comprises of approximately 1,540 tribes, making more than half of the Africa population. E1B1B is said to be of descendants of Ham or the Hermetic marker, and the E1B1C is a genetic marker for the descendants of Japheth. The white man is responsible for all the cares going on all around the world, the colonial educational system still in place, miseducating African children to not see the riches in their land and not be able to exploit such wealth themselves, but to romanticize about the West. A European scholar by the name Worcester once said, if you ask us what's the final objective of our politics of separation of races, apartheid, we will respond and say that our principal objective is to obtain an Africa without Africans, because an Africa without Africans will be a complete earthly paradise for the black man. 
His tactic has been applied by the global agenda. First, they educated the black man that Paris is a capital of love, that Roma is a holy land, that Israel's Middle East is a promised land. Then make the black man hide his country by financing the violence and mass genocide of the African. And then when they flee their country seeking a refuge, they oppressors take them Africans in and resettle them in the West. In the meantime, the West is creating a stronghold in Africa. I don't know if you can see these patterns. The black Christians and Muslims want the sky. The black Hebrew Israelites, Jewish, want the so-called Middle East. The educated blacks, colonial puppets, want the so-called West. All of them African, yet none of them want nothing to do with Africa. Meanwhile, everyone else wants sub-Saharan Africa because it is the past. The black man is sitting on trillions of dollars and the most fertile land but doesn't want to be associated with it simply because his colonizer said the good book said so. I have seen black people defend the Middle East, others defend Africa and so forth, all because they don't want to be from Al-Kibulan, too emotionally deceived to use their common sense. If truly Africa is not the true promised land, why have they emptied the continent with both the transatlantic and the Indian Ocean slavery? Why did they massacre millions and continue killing millions of people in Africa and the diaspora through man-made vaccines? Sterilization, starvation, abortion, earth disasters, rape culture, LGBTQ nonsense and fueling wars resulting in mass genocides, stealing African natural resources for the last 400 years and more, Investing in Africa, their people, the so-called Africans, can't seem to let go of their clan of ham. The whole of Europe and America is completely dependent on our promised land and our people scattered throughout the world. Throughout scriptures we have been given hints after hints that the kingdom is within you. Luke chapter 17 verse 21 that the truth is within you, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. That the creator all of all things, Tatanzambi, Sanini Nanini, Yahuwah, is within you. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. That he made you in his own image and own likeness, Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. Which means you are his living image and the fountain of the water of life is inside of you, his bantu. Your melanin is from him. Revelation chapter 4 verse 3. The spiritual manifestation is already happening within you. That's why you have been awakened and set apart. But the physical manifestation awaits you due to lack of spiritual discernment. Many are still waiting for some outer force to come and lead them. Seek deep within. Your source of power does not come from anything outside of you. It comes from within you. Hans John chapter 14 verse 9 If you see me, you see the Father. The Most High speaks of the offspring and daughters of the dispersed of Israelites, bringing him offerings from beyond the rivers of Cush, which means from Congo in Central Africa all the way to South Africa in Southern Africa, from Kenya in East to Cameroon in the West, Esper, Zephanian, chapter 3, verse 10. Remember, we are all to be gathered and reunited at a point in the promised land, Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 3. Now imagine squeezing almost a billion people into that blasphemous, tiny, stolen piece of land in the Middle East. 
Let's be realistic. The most high is not a liar, nor is he deceiver as to give a tiny and dry piece of land for such a multitude of hits of people. Every biblical account is about us and happened around Africa. We were here before anyone else and we will be the last to rule. Every animal that's mentioned in the Bible is in Africa. The lion of Judah is from Africa. The lion Samson killed was in Africa. Almost all the animals Noah took on board with him are found mainly in Africa. Think about it. Stop being deceived by the Western delusional narratives and stop being trapped to convert to Judaism. Stop being deceived with the paradise and the sky while your oppressors are living a paradise here where they will continue to oppress your children and their children. Reflect on this as you enjoy the beauty of African wildlife and nature wonders. Awake my band to Isalel. Come out of her embrace, your true heritage, your creator. It is time. I hope that you've watched this video in its entirety. Because it is profound to see that this information, it's not new information. This information has been around for a long time. It's just putting pieces together to be able to tell a story. And as long as you begin to open your mind and unravel the indoctrination from your Western world of what they told you, you'll be able to rise up and walk into the promise that was given you. Your children is dependent upon you to go ahead and lead them back into the land of milk and honey. This is your man, not your boy. Go black to Africa. Think about it. 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 About it. Hi. If you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.